of Abraham and Sarah from Ur in present-day Iraq, the center of ancient civilization, to what has become the promised land of Israel. Later, Israelites escaped from slavery in Egypt. They were trekking for many years through the wilderness of Sinai on their return to the promised homeland, which likely none of them had ever seen. And in the New Testament passage for today, Paul makes his way across the Mediterranean world, spreading the good news of the gospel and proclaiming in the profound words of our second reading that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. It sometimes must seem as if the people of the Bible cannot sit still. Reminds me of when my kids were small. They're always on the road. They're always moving. But these are not tourists or sightseers in Scripture. There's a purpose behind each journey that's recounted in Scripture. Each crossing comes with promise and proclamation. If you obey my voice and keep my covenant, the Lord tells the Israelites in our first reading, you shall be my treasured possession, a priestly kingdom, and a holy nation. The journey will have purpose. It will be worth the effort. Israel must only keep all these words that the Lord has commanded. In response to the Lord's challenge, the people proclaim, perhaps a bit too enthusiastically, everything that the Lord has spoken, we will do. As the Israelites were to discover, and as we ourselves know only too well, that is often easier said than done. Jesus is also on a journey in our gospel account for today. He travels about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom. There's a note of urgency in his travels, for our Lord knows the anxieties and the helplessness of the people. The harvest is plentiful, he observes pointedly, but the laborers are few. And without the harvest to feed them, the people will starve. Jesus commissions his newly minted apostles to enter the harvest and to journey to the people with his message of the kingdom. His instructions to the apostles, direct and insistent, begin with one word. Go. No ifs, no ands, no buts. Just go. And as you go, proclaim the good news. Avoid for now, the Gentile and the Samaritan alike, 
Make a beeline instead for those in need of the Lord's comfort. The lost sheep of the house of Israel. To these lost sheep, the apostles are to proclaim that the kingdom of heaven has come near. To those who are ill of mind or body, they bring the healing and hope of the kingdom. And to those without means, they are to give without payment. This is indeed good news. The apostles traveled far to proclaim that the kingdom has come near. Not a kingdom of territory, of boundaries, of frontiers, but a movable kingdom accessible to those who yearn for it. A kingdom where the fearful are welcome. And everyone, sooner or later, belongs. No immigration problems. No green cards necessary. Unlike earthly kingdoms, which are subject to war and dissension, the kingdom the apostles proclaim brings reconciliation and peace. Yet his kingdom is a kingdom of the heart, not pie in the sky. It's the promise and the proclamation made anew to each generation of God's people. It's the fulfillment of the covenant. The kingdom is still near to those who seek its comfort today. It's not bound to this earth anymore than we are. Its gates are opened wide in spite of, or perhaps because of, our sin and our despair. We have a share in this kingdom as God's people by adoption. If the crowds of Jesus' day were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd, as our Lord describes them, the people of our world are hardly less anxious or fearful. Two thousand years may have come and gone, but the human heart has not changed all that much. Our communities are still fractured by mistrust and suspicion. Violence and war tear us apart. Diversity and distinctions among people and individuals do not bring joy and wonder at the greatness of God's work among and within us, but become instead stumbling blocks to understanding and harmony. But in the midst of human misfortune and human pain, the kingdom has still come near The harvest of which our Lord speaks is full, and it's ready to be gathered in. Then, as now, it is not so much a harvest of grain or grape as it is of spiritual nourishment and the sustenance which is found in the nearness of God.
the laborers are still few. But go and proclaim, commands our Lord. Nevertheless, cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. That's no small task. But then we need not travel far to find those in need of the good news of the kingdom either. We are as near, it is, they are as near to us as the kingdom itself is. In fact, they are the kingdom. For our part, we need only be brave. And with the Israelites of old, zealously proclaim, everything that the Lord has spoken, we will.